Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast for Wednesday, February 11, 2015. I'm Stuart and this is Lauren. Hello, Stuart. Hey, how are you? In this heat wave, summer has come back to bite us in the uh, temple, really. It's Sweat City. Yeah, it was a lovely evening last night, though. It had enough sort of breeze to it. This is in Melbourne, Australia. Good morning to our international listeners and first-time listeners. Uh, this is a very informative... You're very big on the first-timers. Very, inform- very uh, informative Intro? podcast. Oh. And you're going to learn lots. Um, I don't think why so. am I big on the first-timers? I don't know. I feel like sometimes when I join something halfway through, I feel a little bit left out. Yeah, but if you come in on in, uh, episode 63, yeah, you're not going to expect a welcome. I don't see why not. Yeah, I do. Because that means we're going to have to do it every single day. I think it's nice. Anyway. We keep hearing from people who have just heard of us. It's a nice thing. It is nice, yeah. but uh, let's lay off the... Actually, I if you want to intro, do, uh, do it all you like. I just this the rules, McGee. I was sounding like a boss. Banning don't sing. me from don't intro. everything. That's right, and it's not who I am. So Well, you are a boss now. Well, yes, and have I talked to you about weekend penalty rates? I mean, really, (laughs) it's killing small business in this country. Um, Took you half a day to turn around from your previous rampant Small business is the backbone of uh, Australian society. It's what keeps people like you employed, Lauren Clark. You know, even when you're joking and saying things like that, it does make my blood just, just... just start to simmer a little. Put yourself in my shoes. No. You wouldn't know, okay? You wouldn't, I've got these people's lives that in my hand. That is the best way to undermine somebody's argument, isn't it? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. See, the thing is, and to, that's why the phrase, as a parent, parent or yeah. as a feminist or as a person who works in the industry, do you know what I mean? As a whatever. That's why my opinion doesn't count uh, on a, when I comment on my nephews or nieces. How do you know? Well, you're not a parent. Yeah. Yeah, but I know what a brat looks like. Whoa. I'm not saying that they're brats. They're lovely kids. But, you know, like, I don't have to be a parent to know that that is annoying me. Okay? If you've got your face in the bowl of hummus, that, I don't need to be a parent to know that is wrong. If you've got a handful of salami at the kitchen table when I just wanted a slice of salami pre-dinner, <laughs> I know. Even though I don't have one of my own salami grabbers myself... I know, oh, salami grubber. That's yeah. Sorry, uh, I know <laughs> that that is wrong, and I don't need to have produced one to know one. Mummy, mummy, can we go to Uncle Stu's house, please? <laughs> He's so fun. You know what? Yeah. When I see those little rats, I take them to the museum, yeah. the zoo. I try to interest them in stuff. You know what they want to do? Look What's at a phone. Telling? Yeah, just look at a phone. Yeah, right. So I, I, I'm more uncle. Let's get outside, as opposed to uncle. Sit over there and yell at you. You do sound like lots of fun, though. You sound like you just. I don't like them touching my stuff. (laughs) Oh, or having the the, you know feet on the couch. That's fair enough. You should have seen the house after Christmas. I still have to steam clean the carpet. Wow. Hmm. Uh, Hey, sparkle pants. Yules. Uh, you know how we've both this year, we've both been doing slightly different things with our lives and I've been working three days a week at a place that involves me putting on a... Probably a small business. You've got a boss shirt that, and a, you know. No, it's not a small business. Oh. Um, what do you do? I'll find out one day. Yeah, maybe one day I'll tell you. Uh, anyway... Batwoman. <laughs> that's it. Mm. Uh, 
I do wonder though, because I've been freelance, uh, I, you know, my previously I've kind of been freelance. I've worked over here for these people. I've written yeah. a thing for these people. I've written my own Peace stuff, meal. whatever, right? Piecemeal, kind of, pa- yeah, paste it all together and see how you go. Well, now working three days a week in an office, I realize I am not office trained. I'm a bit dumb. Meaning that they've had to put some plastic down in the corner for you? <laughs> Metaphorically. Lauren, there she goes. Quick, someone follow her. Take the paper towels. Lauren's going wandering I, around looking at the ceiling. I kind of have. Like, oh. I don't really know what the rules are about. Like, when are you allowed to go and have a coffee? And what, what are you, you allowed to get yourself a cup of tea in the kitchen? Whenever you want. Well, that is kind of... That is, the, that is the rule I figured out. If you're in the but kitchen for 45 minutes out of every 60, then there might be an issue. That's if it. you're sitting at your desk and you go, you know what, I, I need to go to, to the facilities yeah. or I feel like a cup of tea and yeah. you get up, make it and come back, yeah. I don't think anyone bar some employers I've experienced yeah. would object. How do people do... I mean, I'd dock you for that time, but yeah, continue. <laughs> Obviously. It's tough out there. You wouldn't know as an employer. You wouldn't know. As a small business owner. As a small owner. business owner. We are the life and the backbone of this country. Well, yes. Continue. Uh, we, uh, what the hell was I doing? Oh, yes. How <laughs> do people do that thing where, because one of the things I thought I was really looking forward to was, okay, now I know I've got time to go to, and here we go, you know, always tell me off when I talk about my gym, but... I have time to go to my gym because the gym, there are lunchtime gym times, right? I don't tell you off, but yes. Yeah, you do that face that you're currently doing. Um, There are gym times at lunchtime, right? 12.15, whatever, one, Mm. whatever. And they're shorter than the usual ones. And that's obviously so that workers can squeeze it in. Squeeze one in, that's right. (laughs) Squeeze one in. So, this is what happened to me. I went, okay, I'm going to go in to gym and I uh, calculated how long it would take me to sprint slash, if there was a tram, jump on it for two stops to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. Got dressed a little early at work. Mm -hmm. Did that. At your chair though? No. Okay. In the toilet really quickly. So, I'm like sort of panic dressing just because I'm like, quick, I don't want to. Did you have it all on the right way? Yeah, that was – but there were a few close moments. Sprint walked to the thing in six or seven minutes. yes. What is it? Sporked. Sporked. Mm. Nice. Like a splayed. I sporked. A spork. I I sporked. No, a spork is a spoon fork. Okay, so spork. You know what a spork is? So you need a W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so – and I sprinted to the gym. By the time I get to the gym, I'm already like, oh, I'm a few minutes late, right? Mm. I sprint up the stairs and I – Go to this class. Now, this class, so usually when I go to a class, it's like any random time of day, doesn't matter. I get to this class, I'm like, oh, it's full. <laughs> like it's oh, you got a book. But I did book. Uh-huh. So I'm like, cool. So there's going to be a bike left, right? So I get there uh-huh. and there's one bike and it's in the front. You got the broken one. You got the front. Tony Abbott with the smoke coming out the sides. Actually, there were two. There were two. Mm. Two, yeah, there were two. And one of them was the Tony Abbott one with the smoke coming out the sides. Yeah. And, but I didn't realise. Nobody so I, rides that bike. So I fixed the t- – you know how you have to adjust it to your height and stuff. Yeah. So I'm fixing the – in front of everyone. Everyone's already started the class. I'm right up the front you and suck. I'm fixing the seat mm. to down to my level. takes like a year. And then I fix the handlebars. takes a year. And then I have to fix the length, the distance between the seat takes and the a year? thing. And, and no, it oh. doesn't take a year because I reach down and there's no handle. It's snapped off. So there's no way I can ride that bike. 
So I've like dedicated all this time to the anyway. Think of the kilojoules you burnt just doing sh- this. Sure, but it's like I want to start the class. Everyone else is like already like mm. into it, gotcha. and they're kind of looking at me because how annoying there's someone mm. in front of me doing this. So I go to the only other bike, which is way up the front, and I do the same to that, and I get on it, and I'm riding, 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 and then I'm like, huh, a bit thirsty. Realize I've left the <laughs> water bottle on the other bike. Mm. Go and get the water bottle. Start you should the got off. Yeah. You're annoying. No, I'm so annoying. Yeah. And the guy actually said, You're annoying. That's annoying. Yeah. The, the guy the running the class said, Oh, that's annoying. So but listen, he, I he spend meant the whole more, day on a stationary bike stand. He, he meant more for you, I think. That's annoying oh. for you. I don't and, like people that say that. Like that yeah, sort of commentary. Yeah, because it feels a bit like he it's was saying PA. that's annoying. It's a pretty PA, it's isn't a it? PA, yeah. isn't it? Anyway, so he, so then we do the class, right? And he's like, "Come on!" And he's he is a hard. Yeah, Leighton Hewitt. I had no really, idea. This he is really fantastic. was. He's hardcore, right? And it's, he, this is the reason I think this class is. He wasn't doing the little hat thing. Hand to hand. the hand no. to the uh, forehead. No. But I didn't realize that this guy. This is why he's so popular. He just makes you work really hard. So he's like, "Stand up, sit down," like doing all this. End up with a punch shouting on the guy. stuff. Yeah. yeah, you would not like him, Uncle Shut Stu. Up. <laughs> Stand up! No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so it's really, it's a really hardcore class, and mm. but I'm throwing my all in because I realise it's only half an hour, in order to fit into that lunch thing. Yeah. So I'm just going to go hard. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, rah, and then I'm like, God, this is so hard. You should do this for an hour, and I'm nowhere near this bush. What is the? And I look behind me, it's past half an hour. Oh, wrong class. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in the wrong class. But I'm up the front. I can't leave at the peak of the thing. Mm. How long does this class go for? <laughs> so I just keep going. Yeah, cool. But I'm kind of panicking because I'm like, I'm never going to get back to work. I'm going to have to think. So here I am. Were you this wishing is... the bike had wheels on it? Yes, oh. exactly. Okay. But also I at this point, and I don't know if you do this, am planning my excuse. Uh, for when you, I get back to the I'm office. I'm the king of lies, yeah. I was like, there was somebody in my class, you won't believe it, uh, who <laughs> fell over. There was an ambulance. There was an ambulance. Like, really, I had the whole thing planned out. Uh-huh. Um, Did you say the instructor fell off his bike or something? <laughs> yeah. We had to carry him downstairs to reception. <laughs> you know what? It's not. It's only funny because that is literally the kind of story that was mm. going through my no, head. No, that always worked. That sounds plausible. <laughs> Anyway, so then I'm like going and going and going and then I finish. It's 45 minutes rather than an mm-hmm. hour. So I've got six minutes to get back to my desk. I'm as red as a beetroot. Loving no it. time to shower. Mm-hmm. Sweaty and red and hot, and I haven't got my lunch. So how on earth do people go to gym during their lunch break? If anybody can tell me. longer than you've got. Longer than an hour for a lunch break? Yeah, I mean, not? that's the thing. I think I'm just going to have to go, all right, I'm 15 minutes late back from that and I'll work 15 minutes later if you give a crap, which I don't think you do. Well, that's what you say to your boss. Hey, yeah. boss, I'm going to be probably 15 minutes longer than lunch. I'm going to work 15 minutes at the end of the day. Okay. Work it out. That's a nice solution. It just makes me so panicky and also a beetroot. Stupid. Hey, be true. Yeah. Speaking of lying, mm. right? How? What's the difference between denial mm. and lying? Uh, Don't you hate oh, that's that joke? True. A denial joke. That oh, is probably yeah. one of the worst. That's one of the worst jokes. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> no, like it's, that. no, it doesn't deserve. No. It, it shall never be mentioned on this podcast. Are there any other jokes that should never be mentioned? You know what? The one that I always do that you always hate is when you say, "What day is it?" And I oh, say yeah. Tuesday all day, well, whatever. 
Never shall we ever say that joke again. Except it's not Tuesday, so people... No, oh, it's Wednesday. Yeah. We'll say, no, so we're not going to do denial. Okay, those we're two jokes. What day is it? What are the jokes? I, um, I mean, the chicken one always works. You know, why the chicken cross the road? That, that'll never get old. Yeah. Um, but there are some jokes, like that's actually, yours is actually a very good example. But anyway, denial, what is the difference between denial yeah. and lying? Okay, so lying, you have intent. Denial, you don't necessarily. Okay, fair, yeah, right. Well, that's the end of the segment. Do, 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 do. No, because, yeah, just as a bit of a follow-up, we like to we don't just throw things out there and just let them float around the universe by themselves. But remember, I was telling you the story last week about the French panty theft. Oh yes, right. <gasps> please tell me something. Well, my friend. Uh, so no, no, hang on. We need to for for the first oh, time. Okay, listener. welcome no, to episode no. sixty-three. If you and in didn't, in case you've uh, this is the first time you ever listened. <sighs> last week, I told a story about a friend who had nurtured a frangipani for about a dozen years. Yeah. Um, from a stick into a beautiful bush. Mm-hmm. And he had it outside his work and he did it was, you know, it was his friend basically. Yeah. My friend and this tree were friends. And then somebody came along with a forklift and stole it. Someone came along with a forklift and stole it. Um, and then he there figured was footage, out. There was footage of it. Who it was? Oh, no, he didn't figure out who it was, but there's footage of it and he just looked around in the neighbourhood and found it. And went cruising around. Figured See, if I you're actually, driving down the street, you're not going to go far. I actually checked this story with you off air mm. because I thought you might have been like painting over some details to protect your friend. But that is literally what happened. That's the story. Your friend just like went looking for the frangipani plant and found it. Yeah. Weirdest story ever. Anyway, continue. What happened? I'll give you just a quick reason why. Because forklifts don't have very big petrol tank. I know, but I never tank. would have thought of that. Well, he's not going to be rocketing down the south. But why wouldn't he hide it in his house or she, whoever stole it? Hey. Really? Please tell me what happened. Well, he, a uh, friend went looking for, found, found tree. Yeah. Right? Wants a tree back. They are friends. And yeah. person wasn't there at the place. Was person known to friend? No, but was near enough to be almost a neighbour. Anyway, uh, friend goes back. Following day, he he's left the police out of this kidnapping. Yeah, uh, we, we've we've escalated it from theft to kidnapping now. Yeah, and um, front of the guy, guy's there. Right, he's got his own. It's another fellow small business owner. He's got his own little business. He's trying to run, trying to keep the nation moving. He's employ just some uh, kicking the workers, young Australians. Avoid the unions, that sort of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, what are unions ever done for us? Yeah, no, nothing. Not, now, not structure the entire work week so that we get time off or anything like that. Yeah. Time off? Mm. Well, I'm, I'm, it's an overrated Stop it. I know it's, I know it's a joke. It's making me, like, want to punch you in the face. Yeah. You're not allowed to punch me in the face. Continue, continue, continue. I have rights as an employer. <laughs> now, he's fronted uh, the, the uh, kidnapper. So the kidnapper's come home and he's, like, waiting for him in the driveway? No, no, it's a place of business. Okay. So he's gone, what are you doing with my tree sort of thing? And um, the guy's like, what? You pinched my tree. No, I just thought it was, you know, it was the whole, oh, I had no idea. I didn't, I just thought it was there and blah, 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 blah. Um, and this is why I was asking you about denial because this he guy, seemed to believe that he'd done nothing wrong. He's rolled up to another workplace with a forklift <laughs> and removed something and put it to his own uh, workplace, and then said, "Oh, I just sort of what," and it was apparently remorseful. And um, I suppose my friend is imposing in some in some respects, so maybe he feared 
for himself. Yeah. Uh, but well, he could have called the cops on him. Well, yeah, and he didn't. But when you think about it, what would the cops do? All right, mate. Scare the don't little, scare the little the friend Japani again. Well, also it's on a record, so that if the next time he does something like that, he's got the cops go. Uh, so you've stolen four trees in the last <laughs> six months, or What's whatever. Forest in the middle of the you city. Know what I mean? But he, I mean, but that's the thing with people, and and we say this often on this podcast. We we've got a bit of a thing against humanity. Hey, we don't say that often. I've never said that. I would never partake in is that, saying that's a pretty, that. Um, that's but a pretty extreme it? thing. We've got a thing against humanity. Yeah, what are you talking about? We well, say this often on this podcast. We have a bit of a thing against humanity. Well, the selfishness and the idiocy of the human race will mm. essentially bring us undone as, as, a, you know, as a species. You'd have to agree with that, Lauren Clark. The fact that we value a, a, a number... Like once upon a time, you could hold your amount of money in your hand. Yeah, I still can. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can actually hold my entire worth in my hand. <laughs> but, um, but um, you know, now it's just some digital number out there. Yeah. The fact that we value that more than, for instance, uh, the Great Barrier Reef or the Amazon yeah. says that we are pretty much doomed anyway, aren't we? Yeah. Hey, hump day. <laughs> There's another one. Along so, with the jokes, hump day. we're never no going to say hump day. You know, I think we, the thing about Stupidly Small is it can be a world <laughs> like... Just, you're holding a mirror up to us. No. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Oh, huh. yeah. No, no. I'm just... I'm, mm. It's not a mirror so much. It's more a, we're a blank slate because... People who are listening this early know that this is kind of still the beginning, as you said yesterday, I think. this is mm. a, We're still in the early days of Stupidly Small. So we can make this world whatever we want it to be and we can escape the... I think we just turned three months. Did we? Yeah. Happy birthday. Well, happy birthday. That's not too official, but I'm pretty sure three months. Yeah, right. Well, we there could, you go, three months. We could just months. look on iTunes. So yeah. do you know what? Wow. That is really exciting because it means that we can create, uh, you know, we can create this world that doesn't have things that we don't like in it. Like none of those jokes are allowed. Yeah. But also it can have things that we no do singing. like. No, no singing. Rates. No singing is highly controversial. No, that's not a rule at all. I've just caved on that one because I couldn't be bothered fighting mm. you. <laughs> but... Uh, but the, I, I also like that the, that we want to change something. We speak to the listeners and we get them to tell us what they think and then it happens. Like this is, this is on, no. in a world, well, listen, in yeah. a world where we can't, we don't have control over anything and we do our heart breaks for the Bar- Great Barrier Reef but the politicians are just not going to move on it until it's too late, mm. things like that. And there are polls that indicate that we do care but we're not, the structures of politics and power are not allowing us to do mm. to concentrate on it. Stupidly small is a world where we are all enfranchised, Stuart Farrell. It's like a biosphere. So anyway, tell me about your, your friend. Huh. What happened? How did it end up? Well, he just said, don't do it again. This is my friend, my tree, my friend Japani. And because uh, he, he, when he found what the French story. He, he took it back immediately. So it was outside somewhere. Yeah, it was outside this guy's business. In, like, How did he fence. take it back without a. He got someone to bring a, like a van around and. No, he could lift it up because it was on a pallet. So it was probably a heavy base, big yeah. bushy tree. Um, and then drove it away. They saved the French a penny. 
I bet you is was that person an employer? Did were there work workers around? Because imagine if you okay, imagine if you were. Why are you, you having a go at small business? Listen, hey, hey, no, no, no. Let's not even pretend. That's a backbone. silly game that I don't like playing. Anyway, country. what if hmm. he? There were employees around. Imagine if you were sitting in your office, you were at the front front desk or whatever, mm-hmm. and someone came in and said, where's your boss? I need to speak to your boss. Yeah. And the boss comes out and the guy goes to him, what'd you take my tree for? Yeah. Imagine watching that. You'd be like, oh, because <laughs> you probably know your boss is a bit of a freak, fruitcake, whatever he is. Oh, it's a terrible way to talk about your boss. I'm just saying, like you would... So uh, you're not no, going to answer was, me, or you know? He was the owner of the business. Was, oh, this is so exciting! I like this story. I want to know more about this. Well, that's story. a bit. Well, there's not a whole lot more to know. That is. I just want to know what this guy's like. I want to know what he's. Oh, it's so exciting! I think it says enough about him. That I he want an steal update. A frangipani. I think he needs more. I think he needs to. Something needs to go missing from his business. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe him. Stupid. Sparkle pants. Yes. Firstly, we need to talk about our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Our sponsor this week is Small uh-huh. Business and well, uh, know, Entrepreneurial Upstart, mm-hmm. the Workers' Kitchen. Yes, great little business down the corner of Gertrude and Brunswick Street here in Victoria, uh, Fitzroy, in fact. And uh, they, uh, once they get their equipment fixed, will be <laughs> serving just, just pub food, really. They're just nice, free range. I would say just pub, all house made. Yeah, I'd say just pub food isn't right because it's free range. It's beautiful. Like there's a there's a broad range. Like if I think pub food, I think of three standard meals. We probably got, got them. You got more, you've got them, but yeah. you've also got for like somebody who wants like a something else that's not that. You got a couple of other things. You've got some veggie options. Fifty percent vegetarian. That yeah, would there probably you go. That's so, it. but thank you. Yes, the Workers Kitchen is this week's a stupidly small podcast sponsor. Mm-hmm. It's a we're we are almost there, almost mm-hmm. out of the line. We didn't open yesterday because we got a busted uh, chip fryer. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't augur well for anything. <laughs> but uh, we so I thought rather than yes. offering a special this week. Yeah. We're going to have a stupidly small offer next week, We've already which we'll had announce some, on Friday. We've already had some suggestions from oh, people about oh. what the stupidly small special should be called. The stupidly big burger? Yeah. It's a great name, the stupidly big burger. But, yes, but does that mean the listener can come up and say, I want a stupidly big burger and yeah. tap, tap their nose sort yeah. of thing? All right. Something like that. Let's talk about it. But anyway. We will, but I like the idea. But what do I do to make it bigger? Doesn't need to be big. It just needs to be. Oh, so they, if say so I think a burger's about seventeen or eighteen bucks, or I'm not sure because there's a whole lot of elements to it, right. including lovely um, beef. Yeah. And um, so you'd say like knock off, lock off a percentage if they ask for that particular burger. Yeah, I'd say okay. so. I better word up my staff. Those idiots. They'll get it wrong. I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's a Workers' Kitchen. They are the stupidly small sponsor this week down there at the Workers' Club Hotel. Give you the details hopefully tomorrow and Friday. So thanks for bringing that because I wasn't going to do it today. I forgot all about it. I know. You always forget. When it's you, when it's your <laughs> business, you've forgotten. You've never forgotten anybody else's. No, because I like those people. Yeah. Um, what do you got in your phone? So what's in my phone? Fo- what is in my phone? This is the what is in my phone Ooh. segment. Oh, you sound like a... The, I just the, feel so stifled. The you know horsewoman of young Frankenstein. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Um, 
Two things happened yesterday, neither of which I entirely understand. I intend to read about them today. Oh. Thus, I put them in my phone. Not thus. Hence, I put them in my phone as notes to follow up. But they are pretty f- uh, fascinating when it comes to it, down to it because they're both developments in science. Nice. Uh, one of them is uh, the th- a theory the theory of the Big Bang is being is question being questioned. Don't know if you've seen this. I haven't seen any of it. I've seen nothing but uh, the inside of a business. Uh, well, there are suggestions that the Big Bang didn't happen um, <sighs> at all. Here? And, but apparently that's not quite what the research has said. That um, the research that's being done doesn't suggest there wasn't one it just suggests that it didn't start with a singularity in other words there wasn't a point in space-time where it pop it went kind of pop so but what it kind of does mean is that the universe has according to this theory which is credible uh, probably been around forever well what is forever there you go We've got there re- immediately hmm. from science to existentialism. Hmm. So often the, the path. Uh, I'm going to read more about it today, so I don't really know the answer to your beautiful question, hmm. but I'm going to put the link up so people can read it. And just quickly, there's a, did you see the story about there's a, there was a kid and she was talking to her parents and one of them was like a really specific scientist and one of them was like a cancer doctor or hmm. something. Like they couldn't have been more... Um, Annoying. <laughs> brilliant. Right. But also in this particular area. And she said to – they were talking to her. She was eight. And they're talking to her and they said, um, how would you cure cancer? And she said, antibiotics. And they went, okay. And then they went and did a bunch of research. Mm. And it turns out that this eight-year-old has uh, started a series of events that are may end very... Like, it's apparently huge news. God. You know, that is just like taking the kids talking on commercials to the nth degree. To the, what are you talking about? Well, you know, like you, you get a car ad. Yeah. And the kid, they go, oh, my parents bought the latest, you know... Subaru, blah, blah, blah. And, and the other kids getting jealous. Like, I hate kids talking on ads. Oh, my God. Now they're asking how can to cure diseases. Can we please go to Uncle Stu's, please? Lauren, it's time to get out of here. Don't forget, you can find us on iTunes. Leave a comment and uh, a rating if you feel that way. It helps us a hell of a lot. Get us online, Twitter at StupidlyBig, Facebook at StupidlyBig, and, of course, StupidlyBigOrSmall.com. Correct. And uh, Lauren Clark. Yeah. Time for us. We've been getting lots of good feedback, which we'll be reporting on on Friday too. Yeah. And now I'm afraid the show's ruined. Start again. (laughs) You know what, everybody? Uh, That was kind of worth it for me. Bye bye.